Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin. Today, I'm joined with George Christian and uh, George. Mm-hmm. It's been 22 years since you've seen a Star Wars film or anything Star Wars related. Correct. Somewhat correct. I had watched the start of a couple of Star Wars films, um, but then proceeded to fall asleep about an hour through them. So like m- most of the way through them? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember shit from any of those movies. (laughs) So yeah, no, it's a pretty accurate statement. 22 years without any dose of Star Wars in my life. So would you like to let the audience know what you did this past week? So, um, although I am a teacher, I realized that uh, I need to have teachers in my own life. So I had Austin be my my Star Wars teacher, and he said that your first homework assignment, uh, Young George, is to watch the mandalorian i shall give you my disney plus account um and then you're gonna watch the mandalorian season one and you know i think that he set the bar low for me he he was like you know if you don't make it all the way through that's fine but you know me being the a plus student that i am i was like i have to watch the whole fucking series and i thoroughly enjoyed it i watched it on the entire car ride from vegas to colorado and then back and then we watched like one episode at home um but wow, I'm and I'm we're talking about the Mandalorian. Yeah, season one, very good. I um, it is no way related to Star Wars whatsoever. Well, yeah, it is. It there, it, it's it's. I mean, it's a separate story, but it's still in the universe, and there's still stuff that ties into it, which is super cool. I like that there's like the whole Star Wars universe, and I'm in this little little dollop of it. It might get me more excited to watch the rest of the films. But I don't know. The Mandalorian itself is pretty, pretty badass. Like, I feel like I might be disappointed. Would I be disappointed if I went back and watched the other ones? Yes and no. Um, if, it, you know, for our fans that have listened to our, our one of our first episodes, uh, watch one through six. And that's it. Um, it's different. Like, Mandalorian's definitely good because it's not those movies in a way. If you want, want to see more of, like, the Jedi and Sith type stuff, like, you know, Luke, Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, etc. Those movies focus more on them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and then the Mandalorian just focuses on the, you know, the one Mandalorian. I feel like it's like common folk, too. I really like the city aspect of the Mandalorian. Like how we thought they were in Detroit in one scene with. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on. Before we get there, yes. uh, let me preface this with uh, we're going to be talking about the first two episodes of the second season of Mandalorian tonight. Uh, so, big ass spoiler warning because these episodes come out weekly. So the second episode came out today, at mm-hmm. the day we're recording this. So before you before we jump into it, because we're going to talk about each episode a little bit, and then uh, George, mm-hmm. I think we have a new thing we have to do at the end of every episode. What is it? We have to give you trivia questions. 
I I have a couple of trivia questions for you too. Oh, at okay, the end cool. Too. All right, cool. So perfect. All yeah, right. I don't want to. I felt like we left you out last time. No, no, no. I, it, I was involved. I was the one that got to stump. You were the Alex Trebek, <laughs> and now <laughs> Trebek. I want to be Alex Trebek, and you could be James Holzhauer. <laughs> Can I be Alex Jones? <laughs> He's no, just over here screaming. Spotify will ban us. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Spotify uh, will ban narrative. Yeah, Gotta I can't take even it down. You just dropped the a word on this podcast after what happened. Uh. To be real, though, like what's going on with the election, I wouldn't be surprised if in, like we have a new manifesto from Alex Jones in like a month. The election is they're interdimensional beings that are coming through and they're 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 uh, filling out fake uh, mail in ballots. He was right about the frogs. That's the only thing I will well, elaborate. Well, with. Apparently, in his last episode with Joe Rogan, which is still on YouTube, I highly recommend people go watch it. Yeah, I haven't I watched it. To it. I listened to it. Uh, Joe Rogan went and fact checked, like, and he said he was ni- he was right about like ninety five percent of everything that he said in that episode. So it's like, what the fuck? Have you seen the episode yet? No, I have not yet. He uh, Rogan does a phenomenal job of getting Alex Jones to shut the fuck up and let young Jamie be a wizard on the computer because you know how Alex Jones goes. He'll just, like, he'll just keep going a thousand miles a minute how does, on all these different. Stories. How does Joe Rogan? I mean, I, I've seen him Joe Rogan do it before, but does he like just shut him down? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he he's like a fucking train going a hundred miles an hour, and Joe <laughs> Rogan's just like Hancock, just like stopping him. <laughs> um, no, he really, yeah, he he has to, he has to be like Alex, 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 please, Alex, Alex, please shut, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and he does that about every seven minutes. I'm so, I'm really mad that they didn't get the Kanye episode to be with Alex Jones. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. No. <laughs> Alec, yeah. And, and just to clarify, they did a se- he did a second one with Alex Jones? Correct. Oh, I have to watch all of that too now. Great. I could just imagine like Spotify would be like it'd be like that guy with the two buttons, banned cuz Alex Jones but keep cuz of Kanye. <laughs> now they hate Kanye now. He's dead to them. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the to the to the world of Star Wars, George. You just Mandalorian and I'll say this to preface uh, I think it's great because it's like a Wild West show. Yes. It, it Like, it's definitely Star Wars, but it feels like de- kind of detached. You know, you're, you're not like, oh, Luke, come put your butt plug in me or whatever, whatever Leia says. Uh, it, it feels very, uh, it also feels much more grim. Because if you notice, like, Star Wars movie, except for, like, Rogue One, they're very, like, family violence. But this one is straight up just like, yeah, that dude just got eaten alive. I see. That's where you guys would be able to bounce back and forth because the grimness to me that fits the Wild West style. You know well, yeah, I mean? exactly. It's, and that's why I think it, it works so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was I was very um happy because I went to Disneyland last year before, you know, the world changed. Um and I remember vividly, like seeing in Star Wars Land, like Galaxy's the, Edge. Was isn't that a ship, the Mandalorian ship? No, his ship is not in Galaxy's Edge. Oh no. Okay. You're talking about the big white one? Yes. No, that's the Millennium Falcon. Okay. okay. That's uh, that's Han Solo's ship. Awesome. So yeah, no. Hopefully by now, our podcast listeners, if you guys don't know that I don't know shit about Star Wars, that goes <laughs> to show you right there. But George is like. I will admit, George is very eager to learn about Star Wars because he was asking us questions throughout the whole thing. He was like, what's that? What's that? And we're like, George, that's a rock. And he's like, yo, they have those in Star Wars? You guys are just so quick with it. Like, I felt like a fucking kid that 
has so been left out of every inside joke ever. And it's, he's just like, yeah, yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Fett, bro. Totally. I don't know. I think Christian and I can both say we've been watching Star Wars since we were children. Yeah, I've seen... We had a new hope on like a VHS that was still a thing. Yep, I still have the the four, five, yeah. and six on VHS. Holy shit! Oh yeah, God. the first movies came out in like the seventies. So was it your guys' families that really pushed this? Obviously, I don't want to say push it, but yeah, because yeah, like my dad went and saw it in the theaters as a kid. It was it it was incredibly popular in the seventies because eighties, yeah, yeah, because. The even if like like you weren't not everybody's into sci-fi, and that's still true today. But the effects of were so impressive, like the way the spaceships looked and the laser effects, the lightsabers was so impressive that apparently, as far as I remember or understand from like hearing from the last generation, like everybody's seen it just because like wow, here's such a crazy, crazy movie. Like nothing had been done like that at that time. So okay. it was it was very like revolutionary in the film world. It was like, holy shit, what is that? I get you. I get you. And it it kind of is crazy. <clears throat> My parents never uh were Star Wars people. Never once. So like I wonder if like there's this there's a certain niche amount of kids just like me out there that have never seen oh, it yeah. before. There's people Definitely. that have never seen it. But Star Wars. there's so many people that are in love with this thing. I mean oh, it's yeah. its own GD category on Disney Plus. Yeah, it is. Like, that blew my mind. I'm not even going to kid. Yeah, like, that thoroughly blew well, my there's, mind. So you have, what, 10 movies? No, 11 movies, because you also have Rogue One and Solo. Then you have the entire Clone Wars show, which was on Cartoon Network for years, and I think they just brought it back to finally, like, conclude things. Yeah, they're going to cap it off. People are really excited. I, I haven't seen any of it. I plan on watching it, though. It looks very nice. Yeah, so... You got like years of content to catch up on. Yeah, but I thoroughly like where I'm at here with this show. I, I think it's in the graphic, like the graphics. Oh, well, yeah. It's, oh, my gosh. Well, have you seen how they film it? Yes. And that's why I was about to say you sent that YouTube clip to us like a couple of months ago on how they, they actually get a chance to film it with the what kind of background was the, it? The, the OLED curved monitor. Yeah. Yes. The, the gamers monitor. Dude, that shit's so sick. Yeah. So smooth and seamless on the screen. Oh, yeah. Everything looks just flawless. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, let's get into it. Let's start with the first episode. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try not to, because we get in this loop where we do like an entire synopsis of the film and then we're just quiz notes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to just do a very, very quick synopsis. He, in the last season, if you haven't seen the last season, also spoilers, but uh, last warning for everybody, spoilers. So if you have not seen it yet, stop this podcast. If you don't have Disney Plus, go get Disney Plus. Stop being cheap and uh, watch The Mandalorian. Season one entirely, if you haven't even seen that. And then season two, episodes one and two. And then you'll be right up to where we are, where we are right now. So season or episode one of season two, he's basically trying to go find other Mandalorians to help guide him to return the child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. Uh, he goes to this place and we think it's Detroit and it turns out there's like a fighting ring going on. He finds this guy. The guy goes, yeah, I'll give you information for your Mandalore. You know, everybody wants his armor. He goes, fuck you. They get into a big fight. Dude leaves him, lets him get eaten by the Detroit children. Uh, then he goes to Tatooine because that's what the guy tells him. <laughs> he gets into this whole thing where he goes to this little town Finds another guy wearing Mandalorian armor, but it's not any... Oh, Jesus, George, you all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My Kushkoma. 
Jesus, George. So he's he's wearing Mandalorian armor, but he's not wearing just any Mandalorian armor. Is he Christian? No, it's uh, some Mandalorian armor with like a bluish green hue and some yellow on the shoulder pads. Some red on the helmet. A little red lining on the helmet. Got a, got a you know, uh, a rocket pack. A, a big like rocket sticking out of his pack. One. Who, who is that? Well, I think when you and I both saw, we thought that was Boba Fett right there. We, yeah, we thought it was just because of the armor. But then he goes over to the Mandalorian. He goes, "Hey, let's have a drink." He takes his helmet off. The Mandalorian's like, "What in the fuck?" Because you, you, you probably know this. I mean, you should if you saw the first season. They're not allowed to take their arm, their helmet off, and let anybody see their yes. face. Yes, that, they made that abundantly clear early yeah. on. So he takes his helmet off. He's like, "What in the fuck?" And he goes, "Oh, I bought the, this armor off of some Jawas." Basically, they're about to duel because the Mandalorian says, "You can give me that armor, or I can peel you off of it." Which is pretty fucking badass. It is. Imagine if like John Wayne said that and like fucking Gunsmoke. It just goes to show like, I mean, they've they hammered home how serious this uniform is. Oh, it's very serious. It's Creed. It's it's a Creed, and then he fights as Creed in Rocky. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they start they're they're about to do this duel, Red Dead Redemption style. And then all of a sudden, this like earthquake starts happening, and a goddamn crate dragon comes through the the, the town. So they go, okay, we got to kill this thing. They go to the the uh, Tuscan Raiders, and Tuscan Raiders are like, yeah, good fucking luck, dude. We've been trying for thousands of years. Yeah, we've been trying for years. Basically, they come to the conclusion, all right, we got to work together. We got to kill this thing. But this thing, like, poor Tuscan Raiders, man. They just like, they're like, hey, no, you go do it. No, you go do it. All right, all right, I'll go take the, I'll go take the big uh, cow thing up there. And it eats everything but the cow that they <laughs> wanted it to eat. So it's like, God damn. So they, they band together, the Tuscan Raiders and the racist uh, townspeople. Very uh, reminiscent of what is going on today with our political climate. <laughs> they even have like trucker caps on and hunting caps on. Yeah, There's like a split between the sand people, which which maybe that's not even politically correct there. The Tuscan Raiders. You call them Tuscan Raiders. And then, of the course, the town people, they call them sand people. And they're just like a different species. It's Star Wars. They're both humanoid, but one is different. And the townsfolk, like the the sheriff first or the marshal, who's, Boba Fett. who's wearing Boba Fett's armor, is like at the beginning, yeah, I killed uh, hundreds of uh, Sam people in my day. <laughs> like, mm, okay. And the whole town is just like, it, it, I, I hope this was intentional because it's fucking funny. But they had like the like like the the hunting caps, like like rednecks would wear. Okay, <laughs> just gonna say it. Like so, so e- even if that wasn't intentional, that it had to have been. It had to right. have been. But uh, it's like, oh yeah, you know the the rednecks they don't like uh, the sand people. <laughs> but okay, to, to defeat the giant worm. Okay, the uh, the what kind of worm? The giant alaskan bullworm from spongebob squarepants okay That's identical there's no way the spongebob creators did not get that because the crate dragon i'm assuming has been around since the start of star wars i believe they mention it in um we've never seen it before never and, seen it before but i believe so, obi-wan in episode four mentions it like the fourth movie oh so this is the first time you guys have ever seen it yeah it's yeah. only reference oh, so the first time i've ever seen it for us too the first time i've ever seen it not in a video game 
They're Dude, in video games, well, but never mind. Then these guys said we need to make this crate dragon look and act just like the Alaskan bullwork. Or Tremors, the movie with Kevin Bacon. I've never seen that one. It's a movie from the eighties. I'd watch it. It's basically the exact same type of plot. It's this giant worm that keeps just like tearing up this town. Yes. Okay. So it's it, they probably like were like ah look it's like it's like Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound like Bill Clinton? <laughs> Because god damn it, we need him back. <laughs> Reagan 2020. Anyways, so they band together. The racist people learn not to be so racist. They start helping each other. They bury, so they, they find out where the cave is that this thing lives in. They're like, oh, it just ate, so it's going to sleep. So the Tuscan Raiders and the, the, the uh, we'll, Town, just, folks. we'll just call them the Republicans. Uh, they start burying explosives in the ground because it said its, it's belly is the only weak point. So they do that, and these three Tuscan raiders literally just like ding dong ditch this thing. They just walk up and, and scream into the mouth of the cave and then just start dipping. Of course, like two of them get eaten right away. And I, all I gotta say is the the visual effects in this episode, actually both episodes were phenomenal. Yeah, right, were you gonna reference the Alaskan bullworms acidic vomit? I was, but please elaborate for us, George. Um, so yeah, just as soon as you think this huge Alaskan bullworm can't get any scarier when it's eating the, we'll call it the crew. We'll call whole. them the crew. Like he's swallowing yeah, them Yeah, they're whole. together now. Yeah, the crew. So now after he's swallowing people whole and stuff, I think it really upset his stomach. He needed a Tums or something because the acid <laughs> reflux was him. real. I feel him. I do too. I do too. And then he just lets out this vomit all over the people that's just like... It looks like he got slimed at the fucking Kids' Choice Awards. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Except they die when they get slimed. Yes. Uh, which, okay. Never, I'll let you finish the synopsis, and then I'm going to point out a couple of flaws that I was just like, okay. Okay, uh, so basically, they detonate the bombs as soon as it gets underneath, and it's like, that ain't shit. This fucking thing... So, mind you, they're in like a canyon... This thing goes into the ground and comes out at the top of the fucking mountain and just and just literally like sprays like acid up. So it just rains and like AOE affects the entire ground. So the both uh, Mandalorian and the sheriff, because they both have jetpacks, they fly up and they start attacking this thing. And. Holy crap, like I, all I got to say is the special effects. So the Mandalorian, uh, they end up back on the ground. The, the, the Alaskan bullworm eats Sandy, too. Sandy's gone. So now he's coming towards everybody on the ground. He's on ground level again. Mando looks over and sees that one of those giant cows has literally like 50 explosives on it. And he was all like, Allahu Akbar. Not really. But he, he basically uses himself as bait along with the cow, gets the worm to swallow both of them. Mandalorian electrocutes it to get out and then he detonates the bombs and the thing explodes. And of course the Tuscan Raiders are like, how did you how did you say it when they were like digging through it? You're like, oh, we eating good tonight. Oh yeah, we eating good tonight. The, the agreement was, look, everybody gains to kill this damn worm crate dragon. I'm calling it the damn worm. This damn worm in this damn sand, they all benefit to kill this thing. But the sand people say, Hey, okay, we've been hunting this guy for a while. If we kill it, we get to keep the meat. So, and the townspeople are like, whatever. Okay, I mean, you know, we don't want to get eaten. Whatever you want, man. 
we're vegan. That was it, right? That was yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and then they kill it, and then he leaves. But when he leaves, a figure is watching him. He turns around. Who do we speculate that it is? Okay, okay. We've come full circle. You know how in the beginning we were like, oh, we thought it was Boba Fett, but it wasn't. Well, the last shot of the scene, what looks like an older, more rugged Boba Fett is just chilling on the cliffside. Watching the Mando speed away. Watching the Mandalorian speed away with, with his armor in tow. Then it ends. And that's that that was the episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was the episode. So uh see everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so George, what are these uh flaws that you would like to point out for everybody? Oh dude, um <clears throat> some I'll go with something I was blown away by and then something that I thought was a flaw. Shit some, sandwich. Something that I was blown away by is the amount of weaponry this teeny weeny fucking town has. They have enough weapons to man a man a small militia in Africa, and <laughs> that's where they are. Fucking right, they're in literally this. I mean, it's like one of those towns that I drove through on the way to Colorado, where if you blink, you miss it. And they have all these explosives. That's what I was blown away by. What made no sense is that they didn't use every ounce of explosives that they had at that point in time to kill it on the first try. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also thought because they used they tried to use a, a little like I forgot what they're called, but the cow as a as bait the first time. Why don't they just think to strap all the explosives to the cow? Oh yeah, the sacrificial yak. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they just think of that the first time? I okay, and I'm not trying to knock so far the Mandalorian because like I like I said I thoroughly enjoy it. But there are these moments where you're just like Jesus Christ. This kind of just, it's a little far-fetched, but I like it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and nitpick every little thing, but. But that's what we're here for. No, that's that's <laughs> why you guys are listening. So I figured we could just go through kind of quick because we do got another episode we got to cover in this in this show. I figured we could uh, each go around and say some things that we just really liked about this episode. So I figured we could start with you, Christian. Yes. Okay. So first episode. Um. Off the bat, you know, we like we don't know where the Mandalorian stands after what happened in season one. He made it off. He's kind of like running from the law a little bit like the Empire, at least is kind of after him. And, uh, you know, we don't know what he's doing, but he he's on a mission to find the Mandalorian, another Mandalorian. They make that really clear. So it's like, OK, great. We know what he's doing. Love that. The opening scene with. uh the in the like CD Fight Club in Detroit. Oh yeah, Space Detroit, <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was a really cool part. Um, and it uh set up the plot. You just like just like okay, it's season two. You you need a badass action sequence. Here you go. He uses a new gadget on his arm to take out all these well, guys. He's had that gadget. Oh yeah, he used that before. And uh, it's just like the like like eight dudes held him up and. He he clicks a thing on his wrist and it blows them all up. But the child is like, "Oh shit, let me get out of here." <laughs> so, great sequence. Um okay, when they get to Tatooine, it it goes total wild west mode, right? Which like is has been a thing in this show the whole time cuz he's like this kind of mercenary type of guy. It, you know, it, it's like a dusty desert town, okay? It's almost like a mining town. Well, it's and, exactly uh, what it was. So, 
it's super cool. I love it. And then, you know, you got the the marshal. He's the sheriff in town. And, you know, he's uh, got a silver tongue, t- you know, talking to the residents. And, you know, I'm hot shit around here. And they have the little, the, the you know, Wild West standoff. I love it. Um, I like how this is another episode where they, uh, they, they're telling a story, not just about like the Mandalorian, but like a little slice of like the universe. And he's like, Oh, here's how I like made these two types of people put aside their differences. And we, you know, kill the crate dragon for everybody's benefit. So it was a really nice story. Happy Thanksgiving pilgrims. Happy Thanksgiving, Sam people. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't follow that there. They don't follow it. They have a different, uh, holiday <laughs> so uh i don't think we're gonna rate this thing out of pineapples but what's what's like a smaller version of a pineapple yeah we should save pineapples for movies yeah what could we what could we do for tv show episodes because i feel like that's something we could do we could start grapes. watching tv shows you got kiwis i feel like grapes because grapes come in a bunch that is true so how many grapes would you rate this out of five christian <laughs> this um, episode I would rate it. Let's see, a TV episode. Context of the Mandalorian. It was pretty good. I'd say like four. Okay, four out of five. Grapes. There's like much hyper episodes, but like it was good. It did what I wanted it to do. Oh, it it it, it pleased you. Yes. Wow. All right. Well, it got me there. It's not there to please you, Christian. God put the Mandalorian there to please me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George, what did you what did you like about this episode? So um, two things really stood out to me. Uh, the fact that being a desert landscape in which there was a, a, a fight happening between them and the crate Dragon brought me back to one of my favorite movies, Mad Max. Great movie. And the old one or the new one? I like the new one. I haven't seen the new one yet, so the we got to watch it. The new one was ass. pretty badass. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, and so it really reminded me of that. And the sand people kind of remind me of that too. Um, so they had that fighting scene that's out in the middle of the desert. That's what I thoroughly enjoyed about it the most. I'd say the second thing I liked about it the most was the uh, the marshal in town. Once they got to Tatooine. Ta- well, Tatooine is the, is the uh, Tatooine is the planet. And then it was. Uh, what was the name of the Los Los Prago. Moss. Moss Prago. Moss Prego, something like Moss Pregos. It, it was one of those Tatooine type cities where, which is cool because it sounds a certain I way. Never, I never would have suspected. Right when people say Star Wars, I don't think of you know these little small towns or well, that's the thing though. Characters. That's how and, the series. That's how the movie series started. Was on that same planet in a small little like village. Really? Yeah. Was it with sand people? Uh, there are Tuscan Raiders in it. That's the first time you see them. Is in the fourth okay. film, aka the first film that was released. Okay, yeah, no, but so I, I thoroughly liked the, his character um, all throughout because he knew he was outmatched the second he saw the Mandalorian. He was like, oh, well, shit, jigs up. You know what I mean? Like the, as soon as the Mandalorian walks in, he's like, all right, I got to find a way to swindle my way out of this situation. And he does it in a very smooth way. Um, and I would say my favorite shot of the entire show was when the crate Dragon first comes through you know, they got the tremors and stuff and people are freaking out going in their house. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a huge sandstorm that blows by or something. And then, no, you start seeing like the freaking dragon come like slithering through the middle of the town and just like 
it, it looked so intimidating and scary. And I was just like, wow, I, I will now rate this episode a four out of five grapes or four, four point five out of five. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It had me locked into it from start to finish. That's that's all I got to really okay. say on this one. All right, cool. Let me see. Did I miss anything? Sand people kind of look like Apex Legend characters. Forgot which one specifically, but they look just like them. Until you found out that uh, those those guys were present in episode at least episode four and then episode two. Yes. When so. Anakin comes in and just commits genocide. Ah, dang. Did I miss anything? No. I had mentioned the kids' choice award slime <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, so, Austin, what about you? Um, what, what did you thoroughly enjoy about this episode? So, I thoroughly enjoyed the action. It was, it was just, it was just nice. It was, it was like, oh yeah, this is the Mandalorian. Okay, we're getting right into it. Um, I gave, I'm giving it, uh, and I'm gonna explain. That's why I'm not fully explaining everything right now. I'm gonna give it a three point eight. Okay. Grapes. Great episode. Still great. Uh, and the reason why I got such a low rating is kind of just by design because it's such a short episode. I feel like we didn't get as much story. Like I would have liked to have dived deeper into the sheriff. I mean, granted there probably wasn't much more to get, but the fact that uh, the mining town was taken over by miners and he escaped, uh, found these Jawas and he had uh, these crystals that were super rare. And so they had, they had Boba Fett's armor. So he was like, Oh, give me the armor. Um, I do think it was like, I don't know. I felt like I was jumping. Oh, now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. But that's not necessarily the fault of of the story. <laughs> Can I jump in really quick? Yeah, of because course. I think this is something that will help me understand it a little better. The when he gets the armor, Boba Fett's armor, was there something significant that happened to Boba Fett that caused yes. him to lose his armor? Um so in the end of episode six. Episode six, I believe. They're on yeah, Tatooine yep. in Jabba's little thing. And they're over a Sarlacc pit, which is a gigantic... And they mention it. Remember, he goes, oh, it's an empty Sarlacc pit. And the guy goes, I, there's no such thing as an empty Sarlacc pit. A Sarlacc pit is literally just a like a crater, and there's like a worm in it that just eats everything that falls in. And okay. it's literally just a funnel. So what happened was, I, I believe Chewie knocked him... Chewbacca knocked him over, and he fell into the Sarlacc pit. Boba Fett? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's why it was kind of like, oh, that's what we think happened. And that was it. That's Yeah, that's the last left. you saw of him. <laughs> until this episode so it was kind of like what the fuck like wait, wait really what did he Dang, die they do such a good job of just leaving everything open-ended oh yeah and absolutely they can just flow so hard well because that's money you know, now you can is. go somewhere with it, it is now son okay no that helped me all right you can continue so uh yeah i think i mean let me do some quick maths let me bust out my uh he's drawing boobies on the calculator <laughs> I must get the electric eight abacus. Zero, zero, eight. So five. you said four. You said a four. Yes. You said a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four. <laughs> we have an average rating for this episode. 4.1 grapes. Very, Very nice. Yes. Very good. Very good. Rate. It was a good episode. I, I don't want it to make it seem like it, it was just like, I felt like I kept jumping around too much, but. Check out that episode. Obviously, it's very good. So now we'll move on to episode well, wait, two. Hold on, wait, oh, there, there, there's one thing that I think we should discuss really okay, quick. Okay. So Star Wars fans who are watching this, they they were thinking from the get-go from this show, are we going to see Boba Fett revisit it? And 
you know, different literature, um, like the books and there's comics of Star Wars and other things involving the lore that say he lived. That are no longer canon, though. Okay, see, see, that's a big thing. Because okay. Kathleen Kennedy was like, I am the law. Nothing is canon anymore except for the movies. So basically, George Boba Fett falls into, gets yeeted into the Sarlacc pit. By Chewbacca? Was it like an accident? No, no, no. no, no. There, was a, there was a brawl. Boba oh, okay. Fett was working for the Empire, the bad guys, Darth Vader and the em- Emperor and gang. He was like that one-off. Yeah, one-off of villain, because he was like yeah. a mysterious guy. He was a bounty hunter, literally. Uh, Darth Vader gets presented with all these bounty hunters. He goes, you, you could do it. You and find it. Any way that the Mandalorian and Boba Fett somehow related? Um, I don't. So no. here's the, I'm not, I'm not very, I don't know a much about, a lot about Mandalorian lore, and I know Franny's probably listening right now, and he's probably going to message me as soon as he hears it. He'll be like, you dumb bitch, this is what... Uh, all I know is that Jango Fett was what they made the Clone War, or the Clone Army out of, and that's where uh, Boba Fett came from. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yep. um, well, Mandalorian isn't actually a Mandalorian. He was adopted into the Mandalorian. Did I miss this somewhere in the first season? Yeah, it's in the first season. It mm. was like, it was really quick. They just did a flashback and said, um, the Empire was like bombing his like village when he was a kid. No, okay, it's coming yeah. back to me now. It's coming. Yeah, so he's not it, he's not it. a born Mandalorian. He was adopted into the culture. Yeah, which is why he kind of takes it a little more seriously because he's like, hey, they gave me a second chance at life and became yeah. my family. So I take this super seriously. So yeah, so no, there's no way that they're related unless it's like, oh yeah, your cousin's my mother, my sister. And yeah, it's inbred town out there, inbred galaxy out there. <laughs> okay, yes cleared up so basically we as star wars fans because we're exploring mandalorian stuff we've been waiting like that that's the question do they decide to talk about boba fett bring him back not mention him lightly we don't know because it's a big part of mandalorian culture because he's the first mandalorian we all knew so it's like okay and you know it, it was a big worry for me there was a, there could have been a tasteful way to do it there could have been a not tasteful way I like what they did in this episode because the the rumor was always that Boba Fett escaped the worm, the Sarlacc. There's always like that hint because you don't see him actually get eaten. I don't think you see it. It's like one of those things where it's like a like a PG death, like they fall over the the cliff and they're that means they're dead type of well, stuff. You see, you see him start slipping deeper into the funnel of the pit, but that's I don't I don't think you see him actually get eaten. Yeah, so it's one of those things, and because some like comics and literature is like say he lived and also because like people kind of want to believe that that was the thing like oh you know are they gonna they're gonna finally say what really happened are they gonna show it to us what happened but what the way they did this episode was really good because it gave us kind of uh some answers in a way without just doing the the thing everybody wanted them to do first they tease boba fett then it's like no this isn't boba fett this is just his armor Okay, Jawas just scrapped the armor somewhere and sold it. And so then you get that off your chest. Like, okay, they're just doing the armor. And then we get to see our Mandalorian fucking go inside the crate Dragon and explode it. Which is like, it's like that desire to see Boba Fett escaping from the Sarlacc pit with his flamethrower. But like times 10, they made a better f- story and satisfied the want for that type of thing to happen for you. me. Yes. So I thought it was very tastefully done. And then at the end, they say, okay, now that's through and you're kind of satisfied. By the way, Boba Fett's also out there, just big chilling. 
which I, depending on what they do with that, that could be good or bad. Yes. Because they didn't touch it at all in the second episode, which I know we're going to start covering now. Yeah, yeah, no, he's on a, he's, no, 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 it's, it's literally like a, the way I see it is like the episodes are tied, but still kind of standalone too. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing. Yeah, it's it's good because it's not like oh, we're, it's not like you know, One Piece. We're like oh, you got to spend six seasons on one little side story. You know, no, I, yeah, I know I, people who tell me like certain animes are like just ignore like season four and five because it's just a, it's just a character arc and it doesn't actually have like the progression arc. But Mandalorian, it doesn't seem like that. Mm-mm. Also, it's it, I don't know. Mandalorian has like that comic book vibe. It's like yes. you know he's working towards a main goal, but it's like oh, what adventures will him and the child get into this week on the Mandalorian? <laughs> But yes, so let's go ahead and move on to the second episode. Uh, so now he goes, okay. Uh, he comes back to the lady with the child, and she goes, yeah. Uh, this dude says he he knows where a Mandalorian is. Um, but you got to take this fucking frog lady. Oh, yeah, and this was the mechanic lady yeah, from, the, from earlier in season one. Yeah, she looks like a fucking seventies like yoga instructor or like <laughs> hip hop dance instructor. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, yeah, this guy knows where it is, but in order to, uh, if the information's free, but you got to take this frog lady and her eggs to this planet. And then the guy there will tell you like what, where, like where they're at. He takes this frog lady and her eggs are in like a, literally a death stranding incubation pod. Yeah. Uh, he puts them in there. And of course, what does the fucking child do? He tries to eat them and he does eat them. They look. They actually look tasty, though. <laughs> boba. Those are they literally boba balls. look like little boba balls. <laughs> to me, they look like at you know at Taco Bell. They have the like the cinnabon. All oh, the cinnabon. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, what they look like. Delicious. And they probably are squishy like that, dude. They're eggs. Yum. Anyways, so they they start flying, and then he starts getting inspected by uh, two X-wing fighters from you know the uh, Republic boys. The, yeah, Basically, the, re- the cops of space. Yeah, the okay. rebellion because they're 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 x-wing fighters are basically rebel ships so they're, they're basically like questioning him and he's like i can't throw my beacon on because they'll know i'm wanted so they start they, they're like he basically tries to do evasive maneuvers and they crash land on a planet escape from them uh but his hole is damaged and it's like an ice planet so they're like oh shit what are we gonna do the hole's damaged you know the ship won't go anywhere the babies need to be warm so they don't yeah they die. don't freeze so then the the mom the 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 frog lady hacks into like this dead robot pepet <laughs> and uh starts using its its uh vocabulator and it's just like mandalorian you need to wake up this is serious <laughs> <laughs> it remind that little character that that frog reminded me of lemmy winks from yeah lemmy lemmy winks from south park you must escape paris hilton's asshole <laughs> you will be crushed lemmy by her colon is in Paris, Hilton's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they crash land, and then Mandalorian is just, like, she wakes him up. And is like, no, you dumb bitch, F- fix the ship. We got to go because I'm not gonna let my family die right here, right now. And he goes, all right, mom, I guess I'll do it. So he starts fixing the ship, and the kid comes over. And he's like, hey, oh, dad, that bitch left. <laughs> that bitch walked off into the cave. So then they follow her into this cave because, mind you, they're they're underneath. They're like in an. It's almost like a glacier it's almost like they crash into a glacier and there's like caverns in it so they start walking into this cavern and she's in like like a hot springs with the eggs keeping them warm and he was like yo come on we can't be doing this shit we gotta go like it's gonna be nighttime and i can't protect you here 
So she puts them all back in, and while she's doing that, Baby Yoda tries to eat the egg again. At this point, this would probably would have been his third one that he'd eaten. And the Mandalorian's like, no, don't fucking eat that. So he goes over and he sees all these eggs and he eats one. And it's a little like arachnid looking thing. Then they all fucking hatch. That's how I think it actually has happened. I watched like a Animal Planet video once. Like once one animal hatches, it like sends off a signal to all the rest of them. Like, oh, we fight. (laughs) Yo, shit's chill out here. We could come out. (laughs) Or, hey, dog, I'm getting eaten. Hey, holy shit. They just got Corey, bro. They just got Corey out the womb. Wake up. Wake up. Hey, dog. Corey ain't in the house no more, dog. And then the big mom came out. Hey, somebody fucking ate Corey. Where the fuck's Corey Well, Well, so the little spider's probably about the size of this Zoom recorder. Oh, still terrifying, though. Still terrifying, because there's like 80 of them at that point. They're chasing the Mando. They're like rodent size, the ones coming out of the eggs. Yeah, and he's like, yo, bitch, put your eggs back in the fucking incubator. We got to fucking go. So they all start running and then like out of like deeper into the cave, like this big ass fucking one, like the size of probably like a car comes out and is like, hey, yo, you ain't Corey. (laughs) (laughs) So they all start chasing through this cave and these things are fast. Doom music starts playing. Yeah, doom music. So they're they're literally sprinting for the frog lady is frog hopping. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So they're they're running and Mando's shooting them and lighting them on fire. And he ends up killing the big one. So he's like, fuck, we got to get out of here. He manages to get them in the cockpit and close the doors. And he basically tries to start the ship up. He starts lifting off. And then a fucking gigantic ass spider, probably the size of a house, lands on top of the ship. Terrifying. Terrifying. And just and like punches through the, the cockpit glass. And he's and basically you see them and they're like, well, this is it. This is how we die. And like, babe, uh, the child is like sitting there like whimpering. And it was like, fuck, man, they're really good. They're really about to be like season two, episode two. That's all y'all get. (laughs) Fucking damn motherfucking spiders. They're like, they're like, we're going out of business. Disney is. So uh, this is all you get. So they start doing that. And like, you think like, oh, they're going to die. And then all of a sudden you hear like rapid blaster fire. Like, not just, like, Mando's pistol, but, like, you know, Fortunate Son, Vietnam, machine gun fire. No Russian. No, yeah, literally no Russian. So he gets out, and what does he see? Uh, Mind you, they kill, the rapid fire kills basically every single spider. He gets out, and he sees the two X-Wings that were chasing him earlier. And they tell him, like, hey, fuck you, dude, you're a criminal. But we also see you've done some good things. And he goes, well, how about I forego the, the three bounties? And you guys help me fix my ship so I can get out of here. And they go, how about you put your, your blinker on, bitch? And they take off and just leave them. Yeah. 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 Because like mind the audience here. When, the beginning of the episode was just the Mandalore getting pulled over. Like, like, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're, your blinker's out. <laughs> like, that was like the tier of thing that was happening because he didn't have a, a beacon. And like, oh, you have to have a beacon in this sector. <laughs> And that's how this whole thing spiraled into this fucking scene. Yeah, he was. They were like, they were like, next time, put your blinker on when you fucking come in the galaxy, bitch. And they they just left. So Mando's like, well, fuck, what do I do? So he manages to fix the hull, like the cockpit, and he goes, all right, we're gonna have to get cozy in the cockpit because that's the only place I can pressurize. So they they eventually leave and they take off from the planet. And all I can think of is every dude with their shitbox BMW or shitbox Honda car. 
Literally. It's just like <laughs> spitting out freaking engine oil. Yeah. And then like the trunks open and shit like that because they can't get it to close. So There's then, straps on the damn trunk trying yeah. to keep it closed. So they start flying through the, the, the through space and that's it. That's the end of the episode ends. I um desperately wanted him to go. So the the reason why he got pulled over in the first place because he couldn't go light speed. Right, because it would kill the eggs. And I thought when he was like, instead of doing like the evasive maneuvers he did early on, I thought he was about to say, hey, fuck these eggs and just go <laughs> light speed and just like get out of that situation, you know? And then he has to like fight off the frog people. That's where I thought this episode was headed. Well, the frog people is just her and her husband. Yeah, I know, but you never. Oh, I mean, and then pew, all those babies pew. that come out once they uh, hatch. All the babies. What do you mean when they hatch? <clears throat> those are Cinnabon delights for the child. Baby Yoda is going to fucking explode. He's just gonna. The <laughs> frogs are gonna start coming out of him. Yeah, as a fuck that I thought of like the the old the lie you're told as a kid, like ah, oh, if you eat watermelons, the seeds are gonna grow in your stomach, <laughs> and it, it's like oh, baby Yoda, that's what's gonna happen to him. Poor guy. Frog people. Let me just in. say, as a parent, that is absolutely what would happen. You'd be like, don't eat that shit, and he'd be like, that shit look gamo, eat it. Like my son likes to eat drywall oh off God. the fucking wall, Jesus and I'm like, what Christ. are you doing, dude? And he was like. Oh no, it's good. Like, no, it's not good. Do you want to? Do you want to like a an orange or an apple, something that's you know edible, not fucking wall drywall. So like, also that he just eats everything too. Like you'll just turn around, you're like, where did you get that? And he's like, it's there. Uh, oh yeah, and one last time as they pull away into space, the Mandalore like 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 dips his head to go to sleep or walks off or whatever, and Yoda pulls another egg out from under the desk and eats oh, it again, baby Yoda. <laughs> The child. We know he doesn't it's not even really eat him. Yoda. He just slurps him. He just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like he, this viscous kind of wet ball. He just pops it in his mouth. Baby Yoda goes, like, <laughs> like the biggest Jello shot you've ever had. <laughs> Actually, have you guys ever seen this? I saw a video on Facebook once over like they have balls of water that's like with like this yeah it's like a thin plastic almost yeah, but it's like edible and like you can eat it and that looks identical it's to supposed what to be like sustainable or biodegradable for like you know so no more water green. bottles did you guys ever see the movie ants yes yes that's what i thought of like when they have the little like ball of water oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah 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 that's what i thought of uh all right well let's get into it the same way we did the first episode we can get to some things that we like and then we'll we'll rate it out of grapes so christian Mm, um i like uh oh, oh and, and a note like just for both episodes like i love the way they do the creatures all the creatures in this uh series because like they do the old like they try to make it like the old star wars way where they kind of look like a funny like puppet yeah like in the original release of like the trilogy or it's a person and the designs look great like those mammoth chewbacca cow things well those those were around since the early films too Oh really? I yeah, they, they're they're present in number four. Oh shit! Anyways, they do a good job. Um, but uh, to this episode, I, I thought the frog lady was cool. It's like oh here, you know, she's just a frog. You know that can like walk like a, a fucking, human. I thought he was in a fucking blaster. Be like, shut up! You're annoying me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and, and she speaks a frog language, yeah, which he, he can't was, understand. He was being hella racist. He was like, I don't f- speak fucking frog lady. What do you? What do you want me to do? Why do you keep talking to me? 
That literally must be the most frustrating thing in the world. Like if you don't know the other person's language and you're just like stuck with them. I uh, you can keep talking. I don't know what you're talking about. Not going to lie. We were thinking it when Frog Lady was in the hot spring with her clothes off. We were like, are we about to see frog titties? <laughs> is this is this where we've arrived to? Like yep. Disney is just like, you know what? It's rough times out there for everybody. Here's some frog titties. But she's really more shaped like a lizard almost. Yeah, she's like salamanderous. Yeah, like a yeah. newt. Do you guys yeah, know what a newt, newt is? Yeah, kind of like yes. a newt. Like a tadpole and a newt. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that it's like a humanoid frog and then like also like just like weird alien kind of. So it's yes. like. Yes, yes. It's a mixture of things. Looks like a Venus flytrap from like Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. All I know is Christian, Christian was fucking dying when. Mandalorian was pulling some evasive maneuvers. She's just like, ah, sitting there in the fucking passenger seat, just holding on for dear life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Mandalore is running from the damn, the cops, the rebel ships in this, in the X-Wings. Right. And he, <laughs> first he dips like, like hard, like, uh, oh, we're getting a rough landing. And then to get through the atmosphere, he like kind of turns off his engine almost. And just like, the ship barrels through the damn atmosphere falling from the sky and it cuts to the inside of the ship view and the frog lady who has no context on why the hell this is happening. She wakes up from her in, in flight nap and is just like oh, oh, grabbing onto the sea, just like sliding around. And all I could think was like, oh, this is what happens when you fly spirit. You know? Oh my God. So so, what did you like, and and who, who's your daddy, and what does he do? My daddy poop. This episode, um, the spiders were cool. Like a, as cliche as it is, like any if you want to make something terrifying, spiders are a good way to go. Yeah, the smallest ones were, and they were all like kind of like white. They're on the snow planet. They were this, which made it creepier. Like it was really unnatural. They weren't like hairy looking per se, but they're almost like a smooth white on a lot of part of them. And I don't like that. Okay. The smallest <laughs> ones were like large rodent size. Then in the background, you see some like kind of maybe around human sized ones come up. And then you see the, 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 the gigarachnid. Okay. Queen. Gigarachnid. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the metarachnid. It's like the size, like half the size of a house or something like huge. I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is Australia. It's ice Australia. Yeah, he said this is snow Australia. So th they all looked. Well, inducing the fear of spiders like they do with their fucking legs. They're also alien-esque. Very creative. I liked it. It almost had like a like a zombie horror type thing going on when they were fighting to trap themselves in the cockpit of the ship. And like they were the, the spiders just fucking spilled into the ship. And they're they're, you know, Mandalore is fucking using his flame. Some folks are born. Just trying to get rid of these spiders, <laughs> shooting them. The frog lady pulls out like a stripper gun, the Star Wars equivalent. Her little, her little ankle fucking rocket just pop out. Okay, you know, baby Yoda almost got devoured. Okay, like it could yeah, happen. It was it was a pretty grim moment for a good like ten seconds. And they got into that cockpit, and then it's like okay. Oh, and a really creepy shot that I loved was when they're in the cockpit and you just see like kind of the frost and fog on the glass and as the little spiders crawl over and tap on it the like moisture like makes their legs drag like little lines through the moisture yeah like good condensation detail. i was like oh, what the fuck 
Christian, Christian was sitting there like having a panic attack. Okay. And then the damn, the giant spider just pierces the window with, well, like, whoosh. I'm like, they're dead. It's over. That's all. He's going to keep stomping until there's like no more Mandalorian left. So fortunately they got bailed out, right? By space NCR. <laughs> By the space NCR, basically. They're like, like, ah, you've done good deeds on our account, so we'll let you go this time. Put your blinker on, bitch. Um, so, are these good guys episode. pretty regular? Like those uh, space police guys? Um, not in this. Not them. Not not in this like series, but in Star Wars, yes, those are those are like the rebel fighters that like Luke is and everything. Yeah, basically, when Luke fucking goofed all the Death Stars by having the high ground. He uh, having the high ground. <laughs> he, he 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 destroyed the he beat the empire twice. Yes, twice. Okay, they which is like the empire was like space Nazis basically. He beat them and him and the rebels. The rebels were like the the allied powers. Let's say they wrecked them and then the rebels pretty much run shit now. Um, like it's fluctuated, but basically they're the rebels who want. So they're kind of calling the shots. So they're kind of like cops or like the military mm-hmm. so that okay. is how i described him okay i just like wondering like if you know space police like they're just space police well kind of yeah now they are because there's no empire somebody's got to do it making sure that they had to they're using their, their turn signals and they shit had to hit their quota for the month <laughs> so you we're going sub lot in a hot in a hopper lane okay <laughs> <laughs> Sir, aren't you aware of the speed limit here in space? No. Oh, look what I found. Some crack rocks. <laughs> no, I did not plant that on him. It's like it's space. So like it's floating out of the cop's hand. He's like, what do you call this? He's like, you literally just pulled it out of your pocket. I don't know. Officer uh, Carmona, did you see that? I, I saw him I, pull that. I certainly didn't see anything. <laughs> Got to watch more cops. <laughs> Book them. Book them. So yeah, what else did you like? And uh, I mean, we got to get to this grape. Um, wow, grape! I I liked the story arc. Like first, the Mandalore doesn't give a shit about this lady's eggs. He just wants to get to where he can go for his information. But then, as he's endangered, he, okay, it turns a situation to where her kids aren't just endangered. His kid is the child. So you see him have this turnaround. And um, I like it when they're almost cornered by the spiders when they get back to the ship because they almost get the child and the frog lady pulls out her, you know, her hooker gun, you know, <laughs> as far as I understand. Blow. And, you know, pew, 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 shoots one of the spiders off of the child and saves baby Yoda. So it's like that was like a nice gesture. And then you see the shift where the Mandalore is like, ah, I got to protect us all from the spider. So now, like, I understand, like, why you know, your children are so important to you. Um, and it was nice. And I liked it. <laughs> so what do you rate it? Um, Probably like 3.5. Pretty good. Okay. George? Yes. Yes. Okay. Showtime. Well, I, um, I'm not a huge fan of snowy environments and movies and shows and stuff. It just has like a really white color to it that gets kind of bland after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that reason, I wasn't like visually appeased as much as I was in the first episode, which is very visually stimulating. You got beautiful sunsets, sunrises, um, 
beautiful green puke like see but i feel like that's a good contrast so to show you like the galaxy is a vast fucking place true and it, it it goes to show me too that um like there's just infinite amount of creatures that are very similar to ones that we see like on our planet um but overall i uh i like that just like the mandalorian like the the story and the way it's headed is just that each individual episode can stand alone. You know, it's, they'll give you, they'll hit you with where they're headed right off the jump. And it's, it's not like something I have to focus way too hard on to follow. Um, so I really have enjoyed that thoroughly so far. I'm, I'm, I'm like stuck here because out of all the episodes that I've watched so far, this was probably like my least favorite out of all what? the episodes. Yeah, no, I just I I wasn't the biggest fan of it. And I think it's because like I have something against like snow snowy-esque movies. Just never been a fan of it. So they, they do teeter on being overused, so I could so definitely see that. Yes, in a way, in a way. <laughs> it's like you asked me what my least favorite part of Monsters Inc is and it's when they go with the abominable snow. I mean, that does feel like a weird like plot twist though. It's kind of like, "Oh, now they're here." It's like, "Why? Oh, we needed to fill time." Yeah. Yeah. I I so I like the fact that, you know, we got to see the Mandalorian's like full on capabilities and what he's able to do in fighting against like an army of creatures, which is fucking badass. Um, I always get thrown off, though, a little bit, too, by the ship. And like at first it seemed like, oh, this shit can't go anywhere. But now backs against the fan or backs against the wall now. Like, let's just turn everything on. And then all of a sudden, okay, no, we're actually able to go. But now a fucking giant spider lands on us, which causes this whole other, you know, conundrum. Well, it's like, it's like tension. It's like, oh, we finally did it. Oh, fuck. No, we didn't. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, wouldn't you have just tried to get out of there in the, in the first place and just and start going back on your mission? Drop this bitch off. Well, and he, what, he had to find yourself. He was your fixing the ship. And then maybe Yoda was like, hey, yo, that bitch, it fucking swimming in there. So he didn't get a chance to because from the time that he fixed started fixing it and almost was done to the point where they got back to the ship, he was fighting off 500 million fucking spiders. True. Okay, True. yes. I will say I by the time they, they lifted off and to get out of there and like, okay, let's hope this works. That's what he says. I forgot the fact that he fixed, he was trying to repair the ship. Same. Because all you got was him. He walks out there with a toolbox, has like a tool symbol on it. And then that, that's like a five or ten second thing. It's like he walks around with the toolbox. That was all we got. We don't know. Well, he was, you he know, was, there was a scene of him like welding shit. Okay. Yeah, he was welding it and then, and then baby would walk around and goes, I need a juice. <laughs> okay. That's true. Yes. There was one yeah, scene you, where he was you welding. definitely helped me remind, remind me a little bit more of that. But that's just goes to show. And I mean, like, I can't be overcritical of like plot points like this because it takes away from. You know, the, uh, it just being a genuinely good show. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, because it's happened numerous times, bro. It's happened numerous times since I've been watching this where I'm like, that's pretty easy to spot. Like, if you've been fighting this fucking, this crate dragon for thousands of years, like, wouldn't you have already come up with somewhat of a more creative way to... Yeah, but they're primitive. Yeah, no, trust me. And this is where this is where I, I screw myself is I get way too overcritical on things and it takes it, it takes away the the lore. So what do you rate this uh this episode? This one I was gonna give a three. 
Okay. I wasn't going to go to a two. I mean, you still have kick-ass action scenes. I love the space police. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Super troopers. I like how, like, you know, they save them in just the most nonchalant way. They're just, like, posted up on their their little ships, and they're just, like, shooting like it's a goddamn arcade game. You put two quarters in, and you got to hit the little lasers out there. Yeah, I will admit, they didn't even get out of their cockpits to shoot them. They were just like, ah, this is nothing. For real. All right, then. Um, I'm, I really like this episode because I did, I've definitely got more of, like, a comic book, like, adventure vibe off of this episode it's kind of like oh what shenanigans are we gonna do this time on this weekend the mandalorian and i was like this was, it, i thought it was very cool um i definitely was like chris jesus uh uh th- th- there was a warm attack those were the vibrations <laughs> there's a crate dragon in here uh i liked uh how like how intense it got and how like squirmy christian and i were getting with like all of the spiders it was like oh my god what do we do so uh, creatures looked awesome. The plot line was a little meh, but it was still cool. And then I also I thought it was fucking hilarious how those cops were like, "Fucking fix your blinker, bitch!" Bye. Yeah, basically, basically. After he just asked for help, so uh, I actually give this one uh, a four because I really I thought I just I really got that comic book like issue vibe from it, and I was like, you know what, this is cool. So. Overall, good episode. Uh, one thing I, before we move on to our, our trivia time is the fucking funniness of the beginning. So in the beginning, he's he's riding back from killing this crate dragon and he gets fucking like the cheapest fucking trick in the book and they pull a wire up and trip him off his speeder bike. And there's that alien. He fights off all these other aliens and there's one more who has the child like a knife, like a knife to his throat. He's like, look, man, I'll barter with you because if you kill him, you'll never be able to hide from me. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good salvage in this wreck, and he goes, okay, it, basically in alien language, is I want your jetpack. So he gives it to him. He lets him walk off with it. It gets the child, and then launches the jetpack with him holding onto it. And then all of a sudden, like twenty seconds later, you see the dude fall and like slam into the ground, and he gets his jetpack back. I don't know, Christian. But the three of us were laughing, yeah, hysterically at that. Because I, here I was thinking, like, he, you know, he's so worried about the child that he just gave him his jetpack. Even yeah, I was had, like, what? Even though we had a whole episode about him getting armor by killing a thousand-year-old Alaskan bullworm, okay? No, no, no. It was a, it was a trick. Once he walked off with a damn jetpack, he just pressed his little button and. Which he, was more creative. I thought he was gonna blow his head off. Like I thought he was. Just I thought he was like, just gonna because when he turned his back, I thought like I saw him reach his hand. Yep. And I thought he was just gonna take it, bow, like Indiana Jones style in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just that's what I whatever, thought too. man. Bow, give me my fucking shit back, and then they just go on overall great episode uh, i can't wait to see where the series goes uh everybody listening you can expect us to cover every episode from here on out mm-hmm. uh super great show i'm glad george was able to get caught up and is enjoying it because i i really think it's a great show but uh let's go ahead and, and jump into our, our trivia george if yeah, you would like to go ahead first my, my questions yeah go up and pull go ahead and pull up yours and then i'll, I'll go ahead and give you your questions okay okay do 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 do, All right, what do, what grade do, level are you giving do, me? Do, do, do. I was going to go seventh grade. Uh, that was the worst year of my life, but okay. <laughs> I hated school in seventh grade. I got bullied so much. I mean, I deserved it, but still. Some folks are born. Made a way to play. First question. Yes. 
And I'm going to go back and forth between you two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, George, sure. is, George is here to have vengeance for last week. Okay. How big is a normal, healthy adult heart? Is it the size of a peanut, the size of a grapefruit, the size of a ping pong ball, the size of a closed fist? The size of a closed fist. Closed fist sounds good. Correct. It's a peanut. Correct. It was, it was either that fist. or grapefruit. Yeah, I remember because when they talk about your heart, they go, do this. That's your heart. And I'm like, it has knuckles? Yeah, when we were kids. <laughs> My it heart says... has knuckles? That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> That's what Chad's we've heart are, looks we've like. We've already thwarted Georgia for one question in. No, I just didn't like that website. <laughs> <laughs> this no, is too fucking easy. Like yeah, no, I don't. I just don't like those. I don't like. General knowledge for seven-year kids. I don't think they meant to type it in like that. <laughs> yeah, when we get fifth-grade trivia, it's too hard. When we get seventh-grade trivia, it's too easy. Why well, do I? I also don't like um, questions that have multiple choice. I think that you guys got to know it off the. Yeah, off yeah, top. yeah. Trivia. This is trivia, not a this test. Is, yeah, this is in fucking George's class right now. Is it this easy in your class? Oh, it's way easier. You pretty much just have to be a body in my class and talk to me, and I'll give you an A. Good morning, Mr. Carmona. All right, that's an A. You'd be surprised, Austin. I sit at, in front of a computer. I talk at a computer all day, and sometimes I don't have anybody respond to me. At all? I've never been so lonely. I, yeah, I get frustrated sometimes. I just walk away. Can I join your class one of these days? Uh, yeah, you're more than welcome. You can join it at your house on your phone. Well, I mean, I mean, I use Zoom for work, so I already have it on my my See, laptop. We don't, we don't use Zoom. We uh, we use uh, Google Hangout, Google Meet, Google. Meet. Well, that's your first problem. Nobody wants to use that. Everybody wants to use Zoom, so they can use custom backgrounds. You can still use a custom background here. I do, think. Do your kids do that? Mm. No, no, my kids don't turn on their cameras. Oh, okay. So like me, I don't turn my camera yeah, on. So I don't see them talking to me. I don't see them ignoring me. I just talk to a fucking screen all day and I want to kill myself sometimes. <laughs> just call I me and be S-dub. like, just call me and be like, yeah, man, these fucking kids and just see how long it takes them to answer. No, they still wouldn't answer <laughs> They're because they're playing Xbox. Oh, they just have you on for like, yeah. a, like a participation credit just to, oh yeah, I turned it on. I was there. Don't get me wrong. I get to talk to most of them most days, but there's some <laughs> days where it's just like, you're not going to get anything out of these kids. And, you know, Times are it. tough. And I low key, I've embraced it. I've like a lot of my lessons are reading the newspaper every day. You'd be surprised. You know, these kids got to read. They learn a little bit of news. They tell their family <laughs> something. Now look at me. I'm look at Mr. Carmona. I mean, Keeping that's him up to date. He with told me, hey, you know, my kid told me today that AOC was radicalizing <laughs> children by playing uh, uh among us among <laughs> us on twitch that that mr carmona is a stand-up guy okay here's here's a question for you techie guys here we go back to it are us techie like star trek what is often seen as the smallest unit of memory of memory often seen so i think it's important that you said often a byte i think kilobyte because you said often kilobyte it is a kilobyte all right, what fucking ever peas and potatoes here? Because it's like kilobyte, <laughs> megabyte, gigabyte, terabyte. terabyte, and then whatever the hell after. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Here's here's one that I know for a fact you guys won't know. What was Twitter's original name? Give us your money. Backrub? Backrub. Nope. All right, uh, Twitter's original name? Yep. I'm just saying, I don't know. 
It was Twitter. I was just fucking with you guys. You fucking oh, shithead. That one doesn't count because there was no answer to that. Google, it was just a tr- Google used to be Backrub. That's what I'm thinking of. Is it really? Was it really? Yeah, it was like Backrub.com. It was some, oh my or something God. similar to that. I was like, I'm like, what the hell? I don't believe I learned that. Okay, Austin, are you, are you, you going to give me a question now? Yeah, uh, so I felt that I was a little harsh on you last time. So I'm going to give you some easier questions. You did kind of bomb on me a little. All right. Just, 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 just. All right, you ready? Yes. How many legs does a spider have? Eight. Okay. What is the name of the toy cowboy in Toy Story? Woody. Okay. What is the color of an emerald? Green. Okay. What is something you hit with a hammer? A nail. I'm really proud of George. In the, in the I'm fucking murdering this right now. <laughs> Keep it up. I, my confidence is boosting by the minute. Dude, if you would have said screw, I would have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was like my thumb? I'd have been like, all right, I'll People give you don't that know one. The difference. All right. Uh, what's the name of a place you go to to see lots of animals? A zoo. Okay. Who's new? Uh, excuse me. Let me let me get my grammar. Right. Whose nose grew longer every time he lied? Pinocchio. What is the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. If you freeze water, what do you get? Ice. What colors are are the stars on the American flag? I'm fucking murdering. Red, white, and blue, baby. No, you give me the whole flag. What are the colors of the stars? Okay. What? In the nursery rhyme, Jack and Jill, what do Jack and Jill go up the hill to fetch? A pail of water. You gave me that one last time. Did I? Okay. Where does the president of the United States live while in office? And in, in the El Casablanca. It, and that is no, it's the White House. Oh no! <laughs> Thinking of the hotel out in Mesquite. <laughs> I'm playing golf every day. All right, how many planets are in our solar system, George? Nine. Eight. Pluto the don't st- count. Oh, remember Neil deGrasse Tyson received death threats from third graders around the world when he denounced Pluto. That's That's literally how he said it. Okay. What is the hottest uh, planet in our solar system? Mercury. Yeah, no, it's not Mercury. It's not Mercury. Because I feel like Mars is the closest to the damn sun. (laughs) You said Mercury. Yeah, I'll say Venus. It's Venus. That's bullshit. How's it further but hotter? I want to recount. There might be, <laughs> I want to recount. That is, I don't know. That's probably the composition of the planet. They're not all like solid necessarily. There may be some gas bullshit. Okay, so now my other question for you guys is which planet has the most gravity? Ooh. It's not here. I'll is say it's, Saturn. Yeah, as it says, is it Jupiter? It's Jupiter. Wow. What a guess. What a Dude, guess. I, what I, a waste. It's I, all gas. What does it need gravity for? <laughs> I literally read astrophysics for people in a hurry for fun. Like, I watch Neil deGrasse Tyson videos when I'm bored. Then I'm done giving you astronomy questions. Okay. I, I, got, I got some for you. All right. Go. Go. Oh, what? Okay. Hold on. This one doesn't give me the answers right underneath it. Let, let's do this. This one was like, here's the questions. Good luck finding the answer, bitch. That that's the same website I was on at the first the first website. Who was the first Roman Catholic to be vice president of the United States of America? Vice president? Yes. You're welcome to to answer too, Christian. Eisenhower. 
Dude, I don't know any of the damn vice presidents. Just just guess. McNamara. Joe Biden. No way. Yeah, who is probably about to be our 46th president. Roman right. Catholic. So the one that does diddle. Hmm. I, I ain't gonna say nothing about that, but uh there's there's <laughs> just a chance. There's a chance. There's a slight chance he's given a lot of money to the diddlers. Okay. To the island. What to are here you go. This one should be this one's a this oh they have uh they have a like difficulty ratings next to them. This one's a medium. Ooh. Who assassinated President Abraham Lincoln? John Wilkes Booth. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Came <laughs> right up behind that motherfucker. No scoped him. Okay. Which- I would like to think he did a 360 no scope off the balcony. <laughs> Mo, get the fucking well, camera. He, so so <laughs> when he shot he shot Lincoln and then he jumped off the balcony and broke his leg. That's fucking funny. So he basically like had to hobble and he hobbled like through a couple states before he was found. And uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty rough. They didn't stop him there, even though he had a broken leg. No, dude, he, it was a several day chase. Well, they obviously put up a good fight for Lincoln. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, well, I think because there's an Assassin's Creed uh, mission where you stop the killer, I believe. Uh, or is it in three? No, because three is two. That's like early Whatever colonial revolution. Like colonial, colonial America. Well, that's that's three, but that's like the Revolutionary War. Yeah, that's before Lincoln. Damn. Okay, never mind. I think a mission might be similar. All right. Well, here you go. What okay. what f word is used for the delay of a Senate matter by debate or procedural motions? This one's a meeting. The filibuster. All right. Job. Okay. I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is, it's funny as fuck. This one's a hard one. Which Kentucky-born U.S. president is honored in the Wrestling Hall of Fame? Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh, born Wrestling Hall of Fame. Reagan? I'm just going to say this. Uh, the two were not in the same timeline. This president and the, the, the oh. Wrestling Hall of Fame. Winston Churchill. Well, that's a, that's the guy from the UK, from England. So, no, not him. Didn't we have a president? No, Winston Churchill. Arthur. What's the fat one we had? <laughs> There's a few. Donald There's, Trump? Nah. There was a few of them. Why did I really think Winston Churchill? I mean, he was a significant figure during World War II, but he was from England. God, I, I made that, I've made that mistake before, too, though. Like, All right, y'all ready like for this? a real presidential name. Y'all ready for this? Yes. Abraham Lincoln. Why? I, I have no fucking clue. In the Wrestling Hall of Fame? Yes, in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. All right. I should have wrestled the this fucking This one's a medium. <laughs> How many U.S. states are needed to ratify an amendment for it to become part of the Constitution? 38. Okay. All right. Maybe I shouldn't ask him government because obviously he paid attention. I did like the gov. Okay. Let's see this one. Transformers noise. Oh, this one is like straight up like it wants you to answer the question, see if you got it right. Which or what percentage of our bodies is made up of water? 70. Yeah, 72? Nope. What is it? A little bit lower. 68. 65. So 60 to 65%. Mm, it's I was the hoping Earth at 70% I, water. I was hoping Correct. I was hoping you would have been like 69 and but nice. But, oh, you guys want a comic question? <laughs> sure. Sure. Which original Avenger was not in the first few movies? 
Ant-Man. Not in the first few movies? Yeah, which original Avenger was not in the first few movies? Like the first few Avenger movies? I'm assuming. Uh, Doctor Strange? Okay, I'm going to keep guessing. Uh, What's that Asian dude that like dipped out and was like, nah, we ain't fighting? That's not him. No, he wasn't an Avenger. Um, Oh, Black Panther. He wasn't in a Spooderman. Was it in the first few movies? Yeah. And this is uh would it be uh Hawkeye? Nope. Okay. Uh, Black Widow. No, she was in four. Yeah, I'm really getting you guys right Hulk? now. Hulk? I'm I I'm very low on. IQ well, with Marvel. Let me think. I, I've seen all the films, so I should know this. Spider Man? Very small character. Well, Spider Man is in the conventional Avengers. A small character. So, okay. You said it's a member of the Avengers, though? Yes. Which original Avenger was not in the first few movies? Few movies. I'd say his movie probably came out. Was it Ant Man? Three years. Wasn't Ant Man? In the last three years? Yeah. Black Panther? No. It's not Black Panther. Okay, so you want me to give it to you? Captain yeah. Marvel? No, nope. that's a she. Well, I, I thought you said <laughs> oh, he. I thought yeah, you were saying like... he. I thought you were so saying the he. Is the wasp? I don't oh, want to give a fuck about the my wasp. God, that's so dumb. I barely knew Ant Man was an Avenger. The fucking wasp <laughs> eat my ass. Oh, I figured. I figured. I was like, oh, if this is the answer, nobody knows about this guy. Yeah, it's some. The wasp is the sidekick of Ant Man who appeared in the second movie. See, and when you guys kept saying Ant-Man, I'm like, shit, is like the Ant-Man like, a, like AKA the wasp? Like, like, no, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't make it fool myself like that. All right. I got some horror movie. We'll, we'll kind of start to wrap it up, but I got yes, some horror yes. movie. Go uh, with yours. Go with yours. Trivia. If you were a teenager living on Elm street, what should you never do? Fall asleep. Yeah. Does it go to sleep? Good job, George. Good job, Chris. Well, no, it makes sense. You don't want yeah. to because you oh, go sorry, in yeah. dreams. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I forgot it's you want just him to answer. If you are up on your movie lore, then you also know that you should never accept what job on Halloween. Here, and this is multiple choice. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the four okay. answers to choose from. Hotel clerk, babysitter, camp counselor, traveling salesman. I would say camp counselor. Babysitter. I okay. I was gonna say, well, you said it before I could say it, but I was gonna say babysitter. Babysitter, <laughs> but don't they get to have sex with the dad once the mom leaves? <laughs> I don't know what horror films you've been watching. Those are horror films. <laughs> yeah, well, horror films. <laughs> horror films. Yeah, we're not talking about horror films. We we are horror films. Horror like whores. You're a fine whore. I just watched a TikTok and the guy's like, um, he's like, I hired 500 poll workers. He's like, he's like, why are all these workers in here wearing high heels and like no clothes? He's like, I hired 500 poll workers. He's like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're definitely workers. Yeah, we're we're definitely understaffed. Poll workers. Poll workers. All right. Well, that's that's all I got. So, George, you did much yes. better today. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like probably a 93 percent. 93% graded on the curve uh, and we'll count those like first few questions as one because they were like 
Yeah, yeah. Like give oh, those, yeah, yeah. So you you're can at, combine those. You're at like a you're at like a forty five, maybe fifty percent. But see, that is a ways. You were at like an eight percent. Yeah, I was about to say eight. It was generous. I would have probably said like a four percent. But yeah, no, no, no. I'm glad it came back. I think I'm a little more clear headed as that Colorado uh, air. Yeah, I'll definitely try to get some real ones to stump you next week. I think we should do it in a format where we do like an elimination thing. So like we ask each other questions and then once we get like three X's, then we're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we like have like a fucking champion of the week or something like champion that. Champion of the week. And then we can do, have like a belt. Dun, dun, dun. And then we each have to come with our own trivia questions. So we really stump each other. Yeah. Christian's just going to come in and be like, what did I eat for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Who was behind wrong, 9-11? Wrong. wrong. Damn, all right. Shit. <laughs> well, I know if Chris has come up with questions, I got to study up on my Alex Jones history. <laughs> on my Alex Jones theories. Or his neighbors. Christian's going to be like, what did my neighbor throw in his trash can yesterday? <laughs> Only things I know. We have to come up with some stipulations as to what the questions could be about. Maybe they could just be about movies. Yeah, we could do movie trivia questions. Like, yes. I think I would actually, yeah, that'd be best. Or we could just go to quiz up and I can just school both you and Indiana Jones trivia. Holy shit, guys. If you guys have a, if you guys know Indiana Jones well, we we need somebody to beat Austin. We need somebody to humble the, the quiz up champ. See, I think Franny said like he was gonna he was gonna beat me, and I'm like, okay, run it, and then he never. Thanks for the attempt though, Franny. We need Austin to stand his toes. Make yeah. him at least make him think there's shooters out there until we get one. Yes. Yes. There's shooters out there, but I have a nuke. We're gonna find this Tactical one. Tactical nuke and There's gonna be like a <laughs> Some little kid with a touch of the tism. It's just his fixes. Indiana All he Jones. ever did was just watch Indiana Indy. Jones. Yeah, every day. You think you've seen it? He's seen it five times more than you. Cover your heart. He's like, I know exactly what fabric that jacket was. All right, everybody. You know where to find us. Yes. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Uh, if you feel like we are discrediting your favorite show, The Mandalorian, please let us know at lukewarmcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Also, please check out the BS Podcast Network. They're really awesome, and they allow us to be as free and as open as we are with our show. Uh, definitely a huge thank you to them. Also, we have shirts for sale. Get one so you can be with the Cool Kids Club, like George, Christian, Iron, and the Cool Clubs, or Cool Kids Club yet, but we'll be there eventually. But uh, until next week, guys, Jinkui. Jinkui. Mm-hmm.